0: What's going on, guys? Today's episode is on the three types of rapport. And this framework will be a game changer for you in every area of your life. So, whether you have your own business, whether you don't, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're dating, everybody could benefit from understanding how tonality and certainty works in the way you communicate. I've talked about this a lot. 7% of our communication is through the words we say, and the rest is either body language or tonality. The majority is actually body language, but tonality is critical. And I believe about double, two times as important as the words you say is how you say them. So this episode is the recording of a training that I did for one of my coaching groups, uh, one of my programs that I run, Coach Academy, which helps coaches scale and grow their business. And we talked about how understanding the three key types of rapport is critical for anyone growing their business. But these, whether or not you're a coach, whether or not you have your own business, these three types of rapport will be a game changer for you. So enjoy the ride. Have a great episode. We'll see you on the other side. In each episode, I share actionable strategies that you can implement in your life, plus inspiration along the way. So come join me for this episode of the Brendan Burns Show. So the three types of tonality that I want to teach you—it's called rapport seeking, rapport matching, and rapport breaking—and when people are sending me sales call reviews or when you're looking back at you, I would highly encourage you to record all your conversations with prospective clients when they're on Zoom, is you can go back and you can look at so many different ways where you might be one of these three. You know, and I've taught different people in this program before to like rapport matching or holding the frame, rapport matching or breaking can be as important as getting the first word in when someone joins you on a Zoom conversation. Like I was on a Zoom call yesterday and um, I had a tech issue where I was trying to get my headphones to connect and just giving her that window to make the first statement, she started talking and with a very rapport breaking or matching tone, what she she said, tried to set the frame for the call. So she goes, Hey, Brandon, you know, I really enjoyed meeting with Shannon last time, you know, and I'm looking forward to today's conversation where we're going to talk about these things. And like, that is the worst situation that you want to be in. You do not want your prospect to be setting the frame and intention for your sales call with them. So what I did, this is more of an advanced tonality and and sort of frame thing, is I didn't acknowledge that statement. I waited a little bit. I fixed my headphones. And then I kind of just ignored what she said. And I was like, oh, hey, Nadia, um, how are you doing today? Good, good. Good got it cool I'm so excited for this conversation today I'm just curious where are you based Las Vegas oh cool that's awesome blah 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 great so yeah let's get into it today Shannon told me that you know you guys talked about these things I want to talk about right so you know these things while you might be thinking like that's so silly like how much does that really matter like that's leadership and if you don't have the frame and you're not leading the conversation you're going to, you're, they're going to subconsciously devalue you and think, why would I pay someone a lot of money, like thousands or tens of thousands of dollars for me to lead them? Where am I going to get value in that exchange? So the three types of rapport rapport, seeking is what I call being more of like a people pleaser. So it's a very high pitched tonality. You're being overly nice and you're being overly friendly, like kind of like you're seeking approval. So, for example, if someone gets on a sales call or a zoom call a prospect and the person says, hello, and you say, oh, hey, Dan, so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me. Like you do some people are laughing, but like go back and watch your recordings. You know, people get nervous in these conversations, people you guys don't realize how you're saying it and what you're saying, but that type of rapport seeking tonality is going to crush you. Like, you're just not going to sign up clients nearly at the rate that you can be um, if you're in one of these other tonalities. So I'm not saying be a jerk to everyone, but really watch your tonality when you're engaging with people. It's like, you know, the boss comes in, right? uh, You know, into the company, the CEO, and then you're in the kitchen with them and you're like, hey, Mr. Anderson, like, it's so good. No, you want to, people get promoted when they act like they're on the same level as that person. You know, so it's really, really important to look at um, if you're being rapport seeking in any way. Now, rapport matching, this is where you just kind of have a neutral voice tonality. So instead of like, hey, Dan, it's so good to see you on the Zoom. You wanna mostly live in rapport matching. Like that's kind of where you wanna be. So you would just say, oh, you know, what's up Dan, great to connect with you. How are you? Dan? And so I'm doing a couple things. I'm bringing, um, you wanna be deeper deeper voice, and you also want to be louder. One of the things with the uh, volume of your voice is that also brings in more power, stronger tonality, and uh, more of a rapport matching. So one of the things that I actually did, I think it was in 2020, but I had a sticky note on my computer and it said, and I did this for a week, and it was talk 40% louder. You know, And if you're the type of person whoever is in a social situation and people can't hear you, that's a good sign that you're being too rapport seeking. Like you wanna get your volume up and you also wanna practice speaking more from your stomach and your chest and feel it coming through your throat. You don't wanna be a mouth talker. People who are rapport seeking are mouth talkers. They create all the volume from their lips. You wanna have an experience where it comes through your entire body. That's gonna create more rapport matching. And then when necessary, poor breaking so one of the exercises that you guys can try is really ramping up your volume because if i'm talking like this it's harder for me to just like it's kind of uncomfortable to raise your volume of your voice and go higher pitched in your tonality because then you just sound like this and that's weird right? so so usually when you get louder you bring your tone you bring um you go deeper and so one thing you guys can practice is just spend a week on sales calls trying to speak 40% louder and see how people respond to that. They might get a little intimidated, but they're definitely going to buy into your frame. So you, you want to just continuously remind yourself of, am I being rapport-seeking or am I being rapport-matching? Now, the final category is called uh, rapport-breaking. And so one of the ways to do that, I'll, I'll come back to this, is you know you're thinking about this all wrong. I'm going to do this with you in a minute. But the first, the best example of report breaking is a a police officer. So you get pulled over and the cop looks at you and he goes license and registration, right? He's completely, there is no report. He's not trying to create a report with you. He's trying to set the frame of I'm in charge. I'm in control. I don't care about you or what you think you're going to give me your paperwork right now because I'm a cop and you have to. Legally, right? So that's a great example of rapport breaking. Now, rapport breaking, you don't really want to be here too often, but you do need to use it as necessary when people are not being respectful of you or they're not buying into your frame. So, for example, I did a call with a guy and he should not have been set to me. It wasn't my setter's fault though, because we did the call with the wife. She thought that uh, the husband did want to grow his business and they were kind of partners. And then when I got on with him, Within the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes, I realized, okay, this guy wants to sell his company and retire, which is not a great fit for me. Like I've advised companies on exits, but it just wasn't a great fit. So, you know, we, we kind of come to that conclusion and then he's like, Hey man, you know, I'd love to like walk you through a demo. Um, And it was a little bit more like matching or even breaking. He's like, yeah, man, let's, let me walk you through a demo because I want you to really understand the product well. And then if you know anyone who's interested in buying it, you can make an introduction. And I was like, yeah, that's not happening. So I had to get a little rapport breaking with him and just say, uh, yeah, Michael, look, you're uh, you're definitely not a good fit for working with us. And I just can't allocate my time right now for that because that's not a uh, service that I'm offering. And you haven't engaged me formally for that. And you could see his face, like he felt very challenged and he got frustrated, but then he also kind of settled down and then ultimately had more respect for me. And that's kind of a, separate point to being people pleasing is like, you know, a lot of times people are going to try to be in control because that feels safer for them, but they're never going to get the results that they need from you as a coach, if you're enabling that type of behavior. So being rapport matching or even rapport breaking is necessary. It'll create some instant conflict and tension potentially, but then they'll settle down and then they'll turn around and respect you for it because that's what they need. So in an example of this, of being rapport breaking is if you're on the phone with a prospective client and you can tell they have like this false certainty or false ego, or again, they're trying to hijack the frame or they're acting like they know it all. And one of the things is when you're having a conversation with someone, um, you need to create pain. Like if, if someone doesn't feel like they have any problems or pain, why would they hire you? And what you'll see is occasionally there are some people who think that they have it all figured out and everything's fine. And so they're never going to hire a coach. So in those instances, you have to shed light and help them see their problems. And sometimes that's going to require rapport-breaking tonality. And so in a situation like that, you can look at someone and like, I had a woman say to me one time, uh, you, you just can't find good salespeople. You just can't do it. And I'm like, uh, you can, because I run a sales team and they're crushing it. And she's like, no, 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 you, you just can't. Trust me. That's a that's a good like rapport matching or breaking line trust me you just can't i've tried it trust me. and i go no you're thinking about this all wrong and here's why or you can say you're just thinking about that all wrong are you open to some coaching right and then they'll usually say yes if they say no there then you can say something like do you consider yourself more of an open-minded or a (laughs) closed-minded person and everyone wants to think that they're open-minded so they'll say that And then you say, got it. So now can I just offer you some coaching quickly? And then they're not going to say no because they just told you they're open-minded and they don't want to, you know, you've trapped them at this point. And so now they'll say, yes. And you say, look, you're thinking about this all wrong. You know, hiring and, you know, really taking a sales team, scaling and building a sales team has like four main pillars. You know, it's sourcing, identifying, training and lead. Right. And so what you did, like, I'm sure there were multiple breakdowns in this, and that's where, again rapport breaking. Like, I'm I'm sure that you screwed up. Like you don't say it that way, but I'm sure there were diff- multiple breakdowns in those different pillars, right? And so, if you want to get leverage back and hit the goals you told me you want to achieve, you have to see it through this light, and you're just thinking about it the wrong way. Like you're you're showing them that they're thinking about the wrong way and that they need my method in order to be successful. And sometimes that's going to require applying different levels of pressure on them. So that's kind of how I think about these different uh, types of rapport. The biggest thing is really paying attention to if you're being rapport seeking, because you want to have, you want to be personable. Like don't think that I'm saying don't be personable because our setters are extremely personable and create really fun dynamics with our prospective clients. But at the same time, we're definitely not pleasers and we are very focused on making sure that we have the frame and that we're in charge of the situation. So I would mostly be focused on being rapport matching with people, having good healthy power and tonality um, and a deeper voice. But there are gonna be times where rapport breaking is necessary and that might be even in the beginning of the call where you can you know say hello to someone and if they try to take the frame i had someone ask me once you know well like why why are we talking today it was a rapport breaking statement right and, and i just turned around i said well well dan like I'd, I'd like you to tell me why we're, why you're on this call with me today you know and like another rapport you, you just, i've said different things over the years but like You know, when people get really, um, you know, and this is again very rare, but I've had someone get very emotional and very angry um, that I started asking him questions about his business on a discovery call. And he just blurted out, he goes, Is this a sales call? And I just, you know, you just say to them, like, You know, know I'm a coach and you booked a call with me. So I'm just curious, you know, why did you do that? Right? Rapport seeking would be like apologizing. And, you know, bending over backwards and trying to please him and, you know, uh, basically apologize for going there when, there when you want to be either rapport matching or really break his rapport and just say, hey, man, you know, I already see multiple problems with your business and you booked a call the coach. So I'm going to continue asking you questions and seeing how I can help you. Does that not work for you? Right. And then, and then if they say no, and they like, no matter what, just won't buy in your friend, you can always pull your off the back and get off with them, but at least shift your rapport and see if there's an opportunity. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brendan Burns show. If it's your first time here, please make sure to subscribe on the Apple podcast app or in Spotify. Also, please leave us a rating or written review. This helps others learn about the show and spread the word to new and more people. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.